Welcome to Hola Mama Podcast. This is Natalie. And this is Christina. And we're just two friends sharing the weirdness and wonder that comes with everyday mamahood. Hoping to encourage our multicultural mamas as we navigate and raise our little ones between our two worlds. One bilingual conversation at a time. So while you clean up those big messes or fold those tiny little clothes, turn up the volume and join us as we talk all things mamahood. Hi, friends. Welcome to Hola Mama podcast. This is episode 13, and I know that it airs on the week of Thanksgiving. So I want it to spark up just a spirit of gratitude for this week. And so I have my co-host, Christina, with me. Hi. Hey, everyone. <laughs> and we have a dear friend of mine, Betty Rosendis, and she will be joining us on today's conversation. Hi, Betty. Hi. So before we begin, and what we're going to do is just go down a list of 12 questions. But before we do that, Betty, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Hi, everyone. My name is Beatrice, and I am 27 years old, a mother of one beautiful daughter. She's three. And just something about myself. I like to call myself a DIY artist. I like to do anything that I can possibly do with my hands, whether it's my fireplace mantle to decor pieces for my daughter's playroom. And yeah. I think you are a DIY queen. You made these <laughs> beautiful, um, what are they called? Uh, where you place your your coffee, your hot beverages. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Coasters. Coasters. How can I forget? I have them <laughs> in every room in my house. But she put pictures of Selena and I from our engagement on these coasters and that was our engagement gift and it was so sweet I still have them and we use them in our living room so yeah you can do amazing things I love them and then another fun fact Betty and I were actually pregnant at the same time and we were first-time moms so we had all the questions we we went through all the emotions together and we gave birth literally two months apart so it was really fun yeah. to have somebody with me during the the first experience mm-hmm. yeah and we're still learning together so that's always oh yeah fun. everything you know from the potty training to how to get our girls to eat and how yeah. to, get them to share and be nice to each other <laughs> yes so it's been really fun but why don't we just go ahead and get started with the questions what do you guys think Okay, let's do it. Sounds good. All right, so Christina, why don't we just start with you and then we can go around. Um, The first question is, what is a mom hack someone passed along to you that you are grateful for? Well, I am so grateful for makeup remover face wipes. And this is why, because one of my mom friends, shout out Mary Tolis, she actually mentioned these in her stories one time, her Instagram stories. And I was listening to it and she was like, I always keep makeup remover wipes in the drawer right beside my bed because it's typico, like, estás cansada y te quieres dormir, ya te acostaste. And you're like, uh, okay, at least this happens to me. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't wash my face. I can even brush my teeth and forget to wash my face. And so then I'm laying there and I'm like, man, is it worth getting up for? And then I'm like, no, you know what? I'm not going to age like 20 years in one night. It's fine. But this happens like so often. And I just got used to doing that. And then I'm like, you know what? This is bad. Like all this is going to accumulate. It's junk on my face. Like, (laughs) and I don't even wear that much makeup, but just the, just the sweat, whatever of the day, you know, Mm -hmm. oil on your skin, you need to go to bed, fresh face. So when she mentioned that, I was like, that is, that is a great hack. I'm totally doing that. So I like, bought a pack of Marshalls, put it in my drawer. And literally I go through them like crazy because I'm always laying there thinking, man, I didn't wash my face. And then I can go, wait, I have these little wipes. So that is seriously one of my favorite. So that's pretty good. What about you, Betty? One of the mom hacks was actually passed down from my mom to me. And she told me whenever you go somewhere, that's a long trip, take your daughter's plastic toilet with you. It's been really, really helpful because Macal, sometimes we're at the store and she hates how the toilets sound. They're so scary when you flush them. So she'd always be like, no, please don't flush it. So eventually I just started putting it in my trunk and she doesn't want to go to the store. All right, let's go to the parking lot. And that's where I have wipes, toilet paper, trash bags. 
and she <laughs> does much better in in the trunk yeah. of our car. It's yeah. literally your house on wheels. Yes. And I have to confess, I also have a plastic toilet in the back of my trunk. <laughs> it's so embarrassing when you, like, bring people there and you open it and they're always like, ugh, especially if they're not parents. They're the ones that are like, what's that doing there? And you're just yeah. like, calm down. Your turn will come. Calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you guys, it seriously is a game changer because when I started potty training Camille, I was like, wait a minute, this means that I now have to worry about going into the store when she needs to pee, getting her off the cart, leaving the merchandise outside. What about Caleb? How am I going to do that with her going to the bathroom? Where am I going to put him at? And yeah, another mom said, why don't you keep an extra toilet in the back of your car? So whenever you stop at the store before you take the baby down, put her on the toilet so she pees before you walk into the store Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you it was such a life-changing hack I do it and I keep one in the back of my car all the time and I learned my lesson because I took her into the grocery store once and she told me she had to pee but I told her to wait don't tell a toddler (laughs) to wait because they don't don't know know what that means and she was sitting on the grocery cart and I had already, I was in the fruit section. So there was fruits and vegetables in the cart and she was wearing a little skirt because it was summer and she pees and there's all this pee and I mean, urine all over the bags inside. The oh, and it was so, oh. so embarrassing because I couldn't even stop it. It was just. It was happening. You know, she peed all over the cart. And the most embarrassing part is that I actually had the employees of the grocery store come over and basically, like, quarantine the cart. And (laughs) it was so, so embarrassing. So that's, like, my number one hack. Just keep a toilet in the back of your car at all times. Yes. Yeah, that's so good. (laughs) So question number two. What baby or toddler item are you specifically grateful for and why? Well, okay. So I just, the first one that came to mind for me was a Costco sippy cup. For a long time, I was going through sippy cups and, you know, they all say they're spill proof, but they're not. And so when your toddler discovers that they can turn that thing upside down and it drips, oh, they will just have so much fun with that. So we were at Costco one day and I saw these three, I don't even know what their name is, but oh my word three Costco sippy cups and we bought them you know I've even run over them with a car once and they are totally durable <laughs> they still oh work <laughs> I mean yeah my toddler threw out a car and ran over it so they still work perfectly and they don't leak so I'm just in love with these so literally I need to buy stock in them because I'm like if anything happens to them or you know god forbid something gets broken I don't know what I'm gonna do so yeah okay so for me the the toddler item that I'm especially grateful for, especially when my daughter gets sick, is called the not snot sucker by oh, Nose no. Frida. The Nose Frida, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know if you if you have tried it, but it really, really has changed our lives. Ever since Mikhail was little, it's kind of gross to really to <laughs> think what you're doing, you know? to through a straw yep. you're trying to suck all that snot out of their mouth out of their mouth I'm sorry out of their nose <laughs> so but it has helped a lot and I just love how you can clean it and reuse it and you can just keep buying the little filters so no you mm-hmm. are not putting the snot in your mouth and <laughs> it just helps just you know it relieves it makes me happy to know that she's breathing and she's good especially when she's sick and everyone's a little worried you know yeah, I have to say, uh, when was it? Was it our third episode on the things that we said we would never do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. this not thing, I remember being pregnant and walking through the baby aisle at Target, and I saw it at the end of the aisle. And just by looking at the picture, it's a mom with the straw in her mouth, and then the other end is in the baby's nose. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I would never do that. <laughs> that is the worst idea ever. That yeah. is so gross. I I think I'm going to love my baby, but I don't think I would ever do that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, y cada invierno nos ha servido muchísimo con Camila y con Caleb, especially because they have these little tiny noses. 
that mm-hmm. you know I still don't know where they got their noses from or but anyway <laughs> yeah that yeah. that sucker thing amazing I love it too well I would say baby item definitely with Caleb the the nursing cover because I breastfed him throughout his first year mm-hmm. and honestly I was breastfeeding like every hour that's how much he wanted wow. to nurse and I knew like going to church was not gonna happen unless I had something that was practical and that mm-hmm. nurse cover man it really did yeah. save me in church especially because you know it covers everything and I could still like look down and see him nursing so yeah I I couldn't live without it there was a couple of times I would forget it and I would literally turn my car back around to go pick it up I was late to church every Sunday this year (laughs) but (laughs) at least I was there because I had my my little cover and then with Camille right now the product that I'm so thankful for honestly is kinetic sand it keeps her so entertained throughout the day and it just makes her relax especially like after a tantrum or after Mm -hmm. like a crying spill like I sit her down and I give her the box of kinetic sand and she just plays there for hours I love it it's very therapeutic and I can see how how it helps her so much so yeah okay so number three what electronic device are you most thankful for and what does it contribute to your life? Okay, right off the noise machine. And this is something that I grew to love early on because when I had my oldest, we were living in Taiwan and every evening at six o'clock on the dot, the local temple would set off fireworks, fireworks like 4th of July. And they would go off for like a good half hour. I was so mad the first few times. I'm like, I'm going to march down to that temple, have a talk with the priest or whatever. Oh my word. The Buddhist monk. Oh my word. I was like, how do kids sleep through this? What in the world? So I was like, what to do? And I looked up, um, okay. So we were on the other side of the world without the ability to just order something off Amazon. So I found this free app called white noise hello (laughs) and um I connected it to my phone my cell phone later I just got an old phone to connect it to with the speakers we set that thing up in this baby's room and there's like his favorite sound is a jet engine so we could turn it up or down and oh my word it was it covered a multitude of sins covered any sound and then we lived in this tiny apartment and anytime we'd invite people over which is really often you know, just, you could hear everything. So this white noise machine was my salvation and I just kept it going throughout his whole life. Now he's obviously like weaned off of it or whatever. And I use it, my younger sister, I mean, younger sister, my daughter, because (laughs) you know what? There's so many sounds you can't control. Like the noise, the dogs barking, the mailman, you know, people that come over and want to ring your doorbell. I don't know. So the noise machine has contributed to my peace and sanity <laughs> and not worrying that my babies are going to wake up because you know how hard it is to put them back to sleep if they wake up in the middle of their nap. So thank God for that. And I don't know how moms back then did it. You know, I just don't, I don't know because that's huge. Yeah. I always just turn on the TV and make sure it's kind of on and loud. For yeah. My daughter. But uh, yeah, well, for my electronic device, I put down a speaker. I've I've never really had a speaker. I've always just relied on my phone at the very loud uh, setting. But what I like and what I'm grateful for is this speaker that I can have in the kitchen while my phone is charging or just away from me. And I just have music on usually for like in the mornings while I'm cooking or cleaning and my daughter's playing. And what I love about that is that when my daughter's favorite song comes on, she comes running to the kitchen and we just start having like a small little dance party. And as soon as the song is over, it's like, Oh, where did she go? And we just resume (laughs) back to what, you know, we were doing, but I'm just very grateful for that speaker that she's able to listen and she just comes and it's like a small little break, but it's just a special moment. Oh, that is so cute. You guys, I feel like my answer is a little superficial, but uh, the electronic device has nothing to do with my kids. It has everything to do with me. And that's my <laughs> cell phone. 
Oh, I was gonna say, okay, I'm gonna, I was gonna take a guess and think that that's what it's gonna be, but I was gonna say that. So I totally, I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah, you, it's my, literally, I'm home alone with the kids for about eight hours a day. So it's my companion. I listen to all sorts of, you know, podcasters and books and, I, you know, whatever I need to look up, I just, you know, Google immediately information is right there at the tip of my hands. I use it for work. I use it for inspiration, anything, you know, it's right there on my phone, even like pictures of my babies when they're napping and I miss them. It's on my phone. So the second thing would be my four moms, um, baby carrier. So it's like an electronic little pod where you can place your baby in and it, moves it around and you can like yeah you can set it if you want it to be moved fast or slow and um Caleb was always an arms type of baby he wanted to be in your Mm -hmm. arms and he loved hanging off of me even if I was doing housework so the more I moved the more comfortable he was but with this um baby carrier I would just place him in there put it on the highest setting and I don't know how he never threw up his milk but he was happy it freed me to do other things around the house which was amazing for me so I just want to say that's that's definitely on my list of things I want for a next baby so yeah I'm glad you like that so I I definitely have thought of that and been like it's a must so yeah definitely and it's kind of pricey mine was Hand down, handed down by a cousin so oh. I'm so thankful to that cousin Nelly <laughs> who <laughs> gave it to me so anyway the next one so what product do you use on a daily basis that you mostly appreciate all right well I have two so the first one is beauty products is dry shampoo and I don't know if any other moms out there can relate but it's just so nice that when you look in the mirror and you need to run out of the house for some reason and I feel like I don't know as a blonde more like my hair shows up grease so much and so I can just like put this dry shampoo in it and then um pull my hair back or just whatever and I'm ready so it's translucent (laughs) and yeah I can go from being a hot mess to pretty decent to leave the house (laughs) and looking all fresh faced so it's kind of uh nice in fact I'm running out right now so I need to buy more but other than dry shampoo I'm gonna say those um okay this might be bad for crunchy moms but those Clorox wipes which they don't have to be Clorox wipes but they're like baby wipes for the kitchen do you know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. they I just love them so much because I wipe up so much gunk every day on my counters and I used to use rags, but they got so gross. And I was like, I don't even want to wash this. I just want to throw it away. And so I was like, I just need something disposable, you know? So I use those and they're just lifesavers because man, it just feels so miserable to be surrounded by eh, so much grossness. And I can just wipe my counters off with those, throw them away. And I don't even have to think that I have to wash them later. So so grateful for those two things. What about you, Peach? Well, for me, I'm kind of leaning more towards your dry shampoo, except I went the other way. I put down hairspray. Oh. Uh, yeah, just because, well, I have dark hair, but I feel like you can definitely see when it's greasy, especially right. me. I shower one day and like the next day, it's like, wow, I just showered yesterday. Come on. But uh, especially over the summer, since it's really hot up here. Uh, yeah. Hairspray was my best friend and my daughter's best friend. Buns all day, high ponytails. Oh, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I have um, really, really dry skin. And I think you've seen it before, Betty. I have yeah. a really harsh, like, uh, my eczema is just so bad. It comes out only in the winter and then it goes away for the summer and comes back. So it's already sneaking its ugly face again now that it's getting cold. Oh. But mm. the only product that I swear by is the Pormois lotions. And I'll link it on the show notes. But this lady is amazing. She had the same experience and she realized how her skin condition was climate related, like how cold it was and her skin would break out or you know, if it was hot, then she was fine. Or for some people, it's the opposite. When it's hot, it's when they get rashes. And when it's cold, it goes away. And so she developed these lotions that are climate smart. 
Um, basically, if you live in the mountains and it's dry and cold, then she designed this lotion for your skin. And then if you live in the desert where it's dry and hot, and I live in both. I live in the desert in the mountains where it's dry <laughs> always. And you guys, I've been using these lotions for two years, and it's the only thing that has saved my face from aging oh. a little bit more every winter. I I promise that I can't, like whenever I see that I'm going down on my lotion, I immediately order more because I know they're there, and it's the only mm-hmm. thing that helps my face. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my Porma lotions, so, so grateful for them. So, what local store or restaurant are you most grateful for this year? Marshalls. Marshalls. <laughs> okay. Only because I don't live in the States or I'd say Target. I'm in Puerto Rico and they don't have Target here. Sad day. But Marshalls is the next best thing. It has all kinds of sales, always and clearance things, great clothes options and stuff for kids. I mean, if you just need to like grab someone a gift or whatever, and then they have the cutest holiday things that come out. Oh my word. The thing is, it's just one of those stores you can't walk out of with saying, I'm going to buy one thing or I'm not going to spend a lot. So I'm very careful how often I walk in there. I literally (laughs) just am like, no, I just can't because, yeah, I just know where it's going to end up. But I also, my favorite aisles in Marshalls are the food aisles because they have all this like unique, one-of-a-kind brands and things that are like organic or, I don't know, non-GMO, just all these uh, cutesy like syrups to put in your coffee that are sugar free or like I don't know carob chips or I don't know you, all these extra things that you don't normally or we don't normally find in stores here they do have them there at Marshall's and there's like a Marshall's um, super store about half an hour from us so yeah it's just a wonderful day when I go to Marshall's that's so <laughs> funny because my favorite aisle at Marshall's is the candle aisle and I'm telling oh, you, yes. I get sucked into the black hole because candles are my thing. And Marshall yeah. has the best smelling ones. They do. Oh, they do. Love it. I love so, candles. What about you, Betty? <laughs> well, for me, and I have to thank Natalie and her mom for this one, it's um, thrift stores. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know what happened this year, but I just think about thrift stores all the time. Like I, my husband. I'm there with you. Yeah. My husband comes home and he's like, where do you want to go? And I'm like, um, a thrift store. And he's like, okay, here are the keys. You can go on your own. I'll, I'll babysit. I'll take care of our daughter. Go have alone time. And I was like, okay, um, thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Betty, yeah. you've been sucked into I the know. thrift store. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. I have a lot of DIY projects from the thrift store you know like upcycling ones so I'm gonna be very busy this winter (laughs) well I have a really bad news for you Betty but our local Salvation Armies are closing down in the high desert no (laughs) (laughs) yes actually okay so that was the bad news the good news is that they're reopening them because they're remodeling so it's so funny because I actually wrote down Target because I live two minutes away from Target, and I'm there every day. I'm kidding you not. If we forget something small, it's so close to us, and we have the super Target, so we have, like, the grocery side, and there's no such thing as just going in for peanut butter. You know, you always do a long (laughs) stroll through Target, and... Target brings back college memories for me because when I was going to college in Michigan, I would go in there for that dollar popcorn that they have in the cafeteria. And <laughs> even though I was this poor college kid, I just felt so happy walking around the store with my dollar popcorn. So Target is everything, you guys. It really is. I love it. I, I go there every day. The girls know me, which <laughs> takes me to the second one. I'm actually really good friends with all the employees of Salvation Army <laughs> because I overdid the thrift store this summer. But it furnished all of the casita that, Mm -hmm. you know, that we're renting out. That's where I got, like, the couches. That's where I got all the dishwares and the chairs and the dining. I mean, every time I walk into the thrift store, I would, like, invoke this, you know, like, please, I need this. And I would walk in, and it was there. And it was amazing because... I actually got everything recorded of how I found everything magically at the thrift store. So yeah, I swear by the thrift store and Target. They are my best friends this year. So, all right, moving on. What are you most thankful for in your home? All right, in my home, and again, 
cringe mamas. Sorry about this. The microwave only does. Uh, I feel so guilty saying microwave, but the thing is, um, I okay, our microwave recently broke down, and I didn't realize how much I used it. And granted, I'm trying to do more things on the stove, but um, it's just so. I was literally gonna go make tea the other night when it broke down, and. I was just going to heat my cup of water and it was broke. So I was like, you know what? I don't even want tea. So I just went to bed with no tea. And I think it just makes things really easy. I don't know. So my microwave and yeah, <laughs> my sweet mother-in-law is still very old school. And she's like, Debes de calentar todo en el, en the, the en stove. Yeah. So, and she's like, yo crecí toda la vida sin microondas y me propuse que nunca iba a tener uno en la casa. So I'm like, sorry, I'm feeding your grandkids microwave stuff. Sorry. Oh my <laughs> God, Christina, my, my crunchy mama side is literally screeching. Like, I hate I the know. microwave. I eat I know. everything en la sopa, todo lo caliento. Oh. And I'm so like, Oh my God, don't put it in the microwave. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to say, um, scratch that other than the microwave toaster. <laughs> are toasters bad? No, toasters are good, right? <laughs> I don't know. I hope they're good. But let me tell you why I love my toaster is because I recently, okay, my son loves waffles and things like that. And I found these protein waffles, full of healthy things, not the Ego My Waffle ones, these healthy protein waffles at Costco. So I got a huge pack of them. And I taught him how to put it in there and pull the thing down and wait till it pops up. So now every morning when he gets up at 730 and comes to my room, you know, the first thing he's always like, I'm starving. I'm so hungry. Then I can just be like, hey, you can go make yourself a waffle. And so he's four, but he's learning how to do this. And it's pretty exciting times in my household. So toaster. Right now, I'm actually heating up a waffle in our toaster for my daughter. So <laughs> on the stove or in the waffle? <laughs> on the on the toaster. But, okay. <laughs> all right. So for me, what I'm most thankful for in my home is Macau's playroom. I dedicated a whole room just for her, and I kid you not, I love this place. This is the only room that can be messy. And I, mm -hmm. I also have rules. I'm like, no more than five toys out of that room because I just don't want to mess all over the house. And mm -hmm. believe me, like, those toys, they multiply on their own. It's just, they do. it's crazy. I don't even know how, but, like, we don't even buy her that many toys, but it's like, wow, there's a whole mountain of them. And like oh. I said, when I'm cooking, she's in there. She can be in there for hours. That's awesome. I, I have a playroom for Camille, too, but she doesn't spend as much time as I thought she would mm. in her playroom so yeah we're working on that but <laughs> for me I would say my like right now this year my favorite addition to our house is the electric garage door because oh. I don't have to get off and unlock the front door and then get back out and then take down Camille take her inside and then come back out take down Kayla take him inside especially in the winter like we have really 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 strong winters and I'm closer to the mountains so it snows it rains and we got like a bitter dry wind all the time and it's been amazing because I know I can just drive up click a button on the top of my head and the garage door just opens and then it closes behind me and I'm already inside the house you know the the oh, kids, so nice. yeah, they don't get sick nearly as much because, mm -hmm. you know, the temperature change is just like straight from the car inside the house, which has been a game changer for me. So I would say that's my favorite thing about my house right now, our electric garage door. So oh. speaking of husbands, what about your husband, Christina? Are you mostly grateful for? Oh, my husband. Shout out, Terry. Okay, so he is such a jokester, and I love the ways he tries to make me laugh when I'm having a, when I'm being cranky or <laughs> having a bad day. And um, so, yeah, he knows me. We've known each other since I was 11. He was 14. So he knows me like oh. nobody else. And seriously, you know, just so sweet. Now he's recently loves making me coffee because he started getting on YouTube and like looking up all these fancy like recipes for wraps, for just lattes, all kinds of stuff. And so I'm the taste tester. So oh, it's yeah. so, you, so need, cool. you need to encourage that. Encourage yes. That. Oh, man. 
it's just the best job ever. So I love it when he's like, I'm going to make some coffee. But I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll try anything, you know. So he gets on there and likes to try out all those kinds of new coffee techniques and things. So I just love that about him. That's sweet. My husband, let me see. There's a few things that I'm so grateful for. And I thank God for him every day. But Mm -hmm. the, the best one that I would say is his selfless heart. Even if he gets home from a crazy, hectic day at work, he still tells me, go have your alone time or go out to the store. I'll take care of my cow. And he's always just ready to help strangers, which I did. I wasn't really brought up that way. I was brought up as in like, um, you know, stranger. Yeah. Stranger danger. Keep your distance. Everyone has their own problems. Like, that's okay. Just Mm -hmm. wish them the best and go on your way. But he he is not like that. And it's really gotten me out of my show, which Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for. But I still have a lot more work done along the way. And I just love seeing how he's always just ready to help everyone and anyone. Oh, that's really sweet. Well, I love that my husband can do everything. Literally, he does. He can do and make everything. I mean, he... Even so, right? Yeah, he knows how to sew and he knows how to bake pies. And he also... If we were, you know, in the apocalypse, which I'm hoping I'm not, but if we were, he would know how to go and hunt for food and how to prepare it. And okay, we're moving in with you, yeah. Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I love that everything is an experience for him. So he never says no. That's actually like his life motto. He always says, it's all about the experience, Natalie. Just do it. It's mm-hmm. all about the experience. Like it doesn't matter if the result is not what you wanted, but you got to That's experience good. it. And so I love that because that means he says he never says no to something new. And it's been so fun because I've gotten to try out new things that I didn't before. And just like you, Betty, I came up, I grew up in a home where we had like our schedule and it was already set and we didn't deviate from that. And it usually (laughs) just involved, you know, homeschooling in the morning and then some type of like Bible study in the evening in our church and then our family nights, Fridays, and that's it. But he's like, no, try things, you know, go and go into a pottery class, go learn how to make soap, let's learn how to cook, let's sign up for this. And, um, and I love that his, he's got such an ability to apologize a lot sooner than I do. So he's always the first one to be like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. And, and it always takes me much longer. Same here. Yeah. So which makes me think like, man, he's a whole lot more humble than I am. So if I get upset, it takes me forever to just go up to him and say, hey, you know, I'm sorry. I messed up. So yeah, yeah. I, I love that. What date night with your husband are you most grateful for this year? Well, so for me, uh, my husband and I love to go to the movies personally, and um, that popcorn is so delicious and hot dogs. I mean, we chow down. So it's like dinner for us, and we love to watch movies. So usually um, he loves all those action ones, and I'll watch it with him. If it has romance scenes in it, it's even better. Um, And then he's so sweet (laughs) to watch chick flicks with me too. Um, The last one we went to see, it was super lame. It was actually – this Christmas one, it was very Hallmarkish and kind of boring for me too. So I don't recommend it, but he was there with me and it was his idea actually like, Hey, you might like this one. It like, let's go. And it was so sweet. Cause we went and saw it and Hey, the point is being together and laughing about how cheesy it was. So that's my favorite. Now w- there's another place that we love to go to that was a very special date night. And this is like an anniversary place we love to go to. It's called bottles and it's like very fancy. And so we usually get like, two or three appetizers and then a dessert and we just like split it all it's so fun but it's like one of those places that we can like I don't know feel like we get dressed up to to go to and yeah we really enjoy that so that would be it for me <laughs> how fun what about you Betty <laughs> okay so for me or for yeah for me and my husband well Natalie you know Gio so he does not have like a creative bone in his body <laughs> And he, and he loves telling me that, you know, he's like, that's why you can make a mantle, go for it. And, you know, you do everything. You can fix the plumbing if you can, <laughs> just different things like that. So 
for our uh, four-year anniversary this year, I told him, let's go to have, uh, let's go have one of those paint nights, kind of like what they have, paint night and wine or paint night and oh, dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so we did this, and after him, or after me begging for a couple of days, he was like, fine, let's go. <laughs> And I kid you not, he loved it. Oh. Yeah, his painting, he was like, this looks monstrous and ugly. <laughs> uh, but I loved seeing him try. And it was just really, really good. A really good night out, a date night where I got to see a different side of my husband that is not even a part of him, but he tried for me. Oh. And that's probably my favorite cool. one. And now he says that we're going to do it more often. So I'm really excited about that. That's so sweet. Well, my, um, the day night that we had this year, I'm so, so grateful. It was actually the first one of the year in March. Um, my dad gave a conference in February of how every couple should go on a date at least once a month. And so we did. And we scheduled the first one in March. And we decided to book a concert to go see um, El Devo. And oh. you guys know there are very fancy, oh, my word. you know, opera type singers and we dressed mm-hmm. up and I put on this super glittery dress. I mean, top notch, he put on a suit and we, we walked in and realized that it was at a casino and ah. we were the only ones dressed up and we were literally surrounded by all these old people that were there just to play at the casino and they all smell like cigarettes and, and even though like El Divo is such a fancy um group the right. the ambience was so not except we stood out so much because he was in a suit and I was in a super glittery dress so it was, it was kind of embarrassing because people would look at us and be like who are they you know who yes. are these singers I'm in the wrong place we we started asking around like so how did you guys hear about El Divo and they're like we just won tickets through the casino and that's well. why we're here and we're like what <laughs> So besides seeing El Devo, which was super memorable, one of their songs was actually like our dating slash wedding song. So it was very special to us, but it turned out to be also a really funny date. And whenever I had a hard day during the year, I always thought about that moment of, you know, those special moments in a concert when you look at each other and you're like, oh, this is our song. This is this is why our marriage started in the first place, you know, why we fell in love. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I would say that one is the day that I am mostly grateful for. So what part of being a parent are you mostly grateful for? Oh, my goodness. Well, I don't know. I just lay down at night and look at pictures of my kids. And I'm just like, they're so cute. And like, oh, I just want to cherish these moments so much. So I think when they do spontaneous things that just warm my heart. So like, my daughter, whenever we put her to sleep at night, she always wants a hug, and then she wants me to pray for her, and then she wants a kiss, and that's probably to delay, but you know, bedtime. But either way, it's so cute. I'm just like, oh, like it's so sweet. And then my um, son as well. He just loves all the affection before bedtime, and it's just so fun. I don't know. I think that I mean. It's so overwhelming when you become a mom about how much these little ones depend on you. But then having two little ones that depend on you is so cute, too. It's like it's like you're their everything, you know. And so really, they're superhero and everything that's great in their eyes, that's you. So it's just so sweet. I'm really grateful for my little ones. You know, and kind of like Christina said, that's that's where I'm leaning towards, too. Growing up, I wasn't very affectionate or if you hugged me and it was longer than like half a second, I'd be like, okay, give me my space. Right, right. But now with my daughter, um, she wants kisses, she wants hugs mm-hmm. and it's, it's just changed me and I'm amazed because I wasn't like that. But now those are the moments that I cherish the most, the ones that I can't get enough of. And that's the best part of being a mother, despite the tantrums, despite, you know, all the other little things. Yeah. Those, that's what I live for. That's so sweet. I love that I get to relive life through their eyes yeah. again. I feel yeah. like I relive my childhood through them. Um, sure. Like 
things that they do that reminds me of I used to do that or I used to you know say that or little places that I'm so not excited about but thinking of going with them it's like yeah that's gonna be really fun uh Chuck E. Cheese being one of them and then seeing things that are so normal to me now like flowers and trees and mountains and even you know um clouds they Mm. they just have so much wonder in their eyes and I get to relive life through that spark and through their eyes so I love that about being a parent I you just get a second chance at appreciating the world around you I agree and I was gonna say that's one of the ones that I wrote down too is how just you even do things that you normally wouldn't do but because of them you do it and like I normally wasn't an outdoor person but I want my kids to love the outdoors and so I make sure they get outside every day and I'm there with them and yeah so many fun things it's like you relive you know all these fun memories even just Christmas Thanksgiving like all the holidays it's just so so magical in a kid's eyes so yeah yeah so what book or article or podcast or blog post, whatever it is for you. What what are you grateful for this year? So the first one that came to my mind is one I read this year um, called In Praise of Stay-at-Home Moms with Dr. Laura. And <laughs> the reason why is that I had never before in my life read a book that praised stay-at-home moms. I mean, most of the things that I would see is all about like working moms outside the home and then how to juggle it all inside and outside or just so much that I started feeling like, well, I'm kind of useless. I just like watch my kids, you know, um, but she makes you feel like you're doing something so huge, which cause you are um, with your kids and just kind of new inspiration for loving your family, serving your, um, your husband, your kids, and just kind of putting a new excitement into it. And so that's a book that I actually reread. I try to reread it every year um, because it kind of, it's something I need to hear over and over, you know, so those, when um, those tired days come, then I can keep in mind my why. So it's always, so I'm so thankful for that book, but yeah. What about you, Betty? Well, for me, I also have books. Um, I have one specifically for me that I'm thankful for. It's called 50, 52 things kids need from a mom. Oh, Angela Thomas. And I actually found it at a thrift store for like 45 cents. I just, I need to say that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was new. <laughs> but I love it. It tells you her her experience being a mom and just little things that can, that really mean something to a child. Like the first one, it says to pray in secret with the door open. Oh. And that obviously you need your secret alone time for prayer, but you also need it teach your children how to do it I just love it because she's like you know eventually with the chaos of every day and your children running in and out of the door trying to bother you while praying like let it happen that's your life at the moment right now just let it happen it's okay to get interrupted and just keep praying eventually they will pray next to you instead of just you know um, wanting your time they will learn and then um Another book that I'm including in here is The Hungry Caterpillar. That one is my daughter's favorite book right now. She can read it to my husband and I in the bed when we're about to go to sleep. And she does it by memory. And it's just really, really adorable. And we just we just love it. And I'm so thankful for those two books. That's so cute. I actually, this is kind of embarrassing, but I only read one entire book this whole year. (laughs) And it was the Married with Kids book. I don't even remember who the authors are, but I was just proud that I got through the entire book. (laughs) (laughs) It took about 10 months to finish it. It talked about um, how to make your marriage a priority. Like, yes, you have kids, but what the kids need is for you and your spouse to be a very strong foundation. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a very... A really encouraging book, especially when I had my moments of not caring what I look like or even caring like if Celine had dinner because I was just focused on the newborn baby and the toddler. And yeah, this this book would literally put me back in my lane every other day when I would pick it up. So I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you could 
thank one person, living or dead, for his or her influence on your life, who would you thank? Hands down for me personally, Corrie Tim Boom, and I grew up reading her biographies um, and autobiographies. So Corrie Tim Boom was a woman who lived in, during the Second World War, and she was very instrumental in rescuing a lot of um, Jews from the Holocaust. And she's so inspirational to me. Um, she was someone super iconic in my life and still. And then someone a little bit more modern in these times is Christiana Reed. And I don't know how many of you guys know Christiana Reed, but she was someone that was a role model to me when I was about 15 years old. I um, went through um, just some, a season where I was just like not making really wise choices as a teenager. And um, I was looking for a role model because I would look at, I don't know, in the church and to me, all these ladies looked like bored and like they didn't care about fashion. Their hair was all like la raiz acá larga and, you know, <laughs> bored out of, with life. And I'd be like, okay, I'm a teenager. I'm just going to have fun. So no thanks. You know, I'll like go for all that when I'm old and fat and boring. So um, I was like in the moment, then I would look at these glamour magazines and the girls in there just look like Barbie dolls and like so excited about life. And I was like, this is what I want, you know? And I would read their articles and their interviews and be like, yeah, that's what I, you know, that's me. And so I would really be majorly influenced by what they said. And then I met this girl, Christiana, she came through my life and she was about in her early twenties. So, um, older than me but she was like gorgeous and she was so excited about life but more than that she just like loved Jesus like crazy and she was just so so sweet and I got to know her and we weren't like super close but her influence on my life to this day she's a mom now and lives in California and I still think like what would Christiana do you know I'm sure she'd just be the sweetest mom and just like loving her family and her husband and so we have like mm, you know this influence that's still to this day. So she's someone that really um, wasn't really big time influential in my life. So yeah, those two. What about you, Betty? Well, for me, it would have to be hands down my mom. I know it's probably sounds cliche. We wrote my mom, my dad, you know, but, Mm -hmm. but you know, I feel, I felt guilty when I got married because, well, a little after I got married because I realized I never helped her enough. I never said thank you enough that now, um, now that I'm a mom, whenever I have the opportunity, I make sure I hug her and I tell her, thank you for all the many years I would, I took her for granted. Mm -hmm. And even to this day, she teaches me new things. Um, Last week, like last week, my daughter was sick and and I was sick as well. And I told my husband, I'm like, I can't, I don't think I can take care of myself and my daughter at the same time. So what did I do? I ran to my mom. That's just something that I'm so grateful for. And I'm so grateful to God that I still have her with me, that I can still show her that. And it wasn't too late for me to realize, you know, how ungrateful I was. Yeah, it was kind of hard for me to choose between my mom because it's not cliche. I think that's the first person, right, that comes to our mind of Mm -hmm. the greatest influence in our life. So what act of kindness did you guys receive this year that you are extra grateful for? Well, just the first year we got married, my husband and I put on the whole Thanksgiving meal at our house. We invited friends over. I made all the dishes and all that. But honestly, the last years I haven't. And this year, um, I'm so thankful because not only is our church having a Thanksgiving um, event where I'm going to be able to, you know, celebrate Thanksgiving, even though our family is far away. But also there's a family in the neighborhood that is inviting literally anyone who isn't with their family over Thanksgiving to come there for Thanksgiving, which is so fun. So I'm so excited about that. And that's just been something so sweet. Also, okay, we've just had several, but lately, okay, our van, the brakes went out and the AC quit on it. And those are two very expensive things. And we were just like, oh my word, this is crazy. And there's this man that's really good friends with my husband and he's just such an example to us. Oh my word. We look up to him as a mentor so much. And I don't know how he found out about that. And he's like, take it to the um, mechanics, go fix it. I want to pay for it. And we were just like, wow. Okay. Thank you so much. Like we felt so bad, but it was just such a random act of kindness and something we were so grateful for that. So that is so sweet. 
So for me, the act of kindness that I'm most grateful for this year has been my mother-in-law. This year, we, we were blessed in our own home. But with that came separating from my in-laws. But now this year, my mother-in-law, she's always insisting on babysitting my daughter. And she's always just like focusing on you and Gio go have a night out or it's good to be home alone by yourselves. She's always just pushing through that. And I'm just really grateful for that. You know, I've never I've never been one to ask for help or never been one to be can you babysit or anything I was taught not to let anyone babysit your children other than your your in-laws you know so with her just being having the initiative of asking me first it just it just warms my heart because it's just a blessing you know it's where it's a gift as well for my husband and I to just relax and spend time alone and know that our daughter's in good hands Wow, that is super sweet. And I actually did have that one as well in my answer. Um, uh, babysitting for my mom. She's never yeah. made us feel like our kids are a burden to her. She's always yeah. willing to take them and um, and take care of them. And she's never asked me to even like pay her anything. And there's been moments where she runs out of diapers while she has them and and she goes out of her way to get them or milk. And mm. it's always been uh. such a blessing the last three years, you know, helping me yeah. out with Camille and, and doing that for us. So I am eternally grateful to my mom for that. And just like you, Betty, I don't think I could, I don't feel comfortable leaving Camille and Caleb with anybody else. That's not my mother-in-law or my mom. So uh, yeah. when you're only depending on those two people and one of them lives far away, yeah, you're yeah. at the mercy of this one person and her schedule mm-hmm. always affects mine, but she's always open and willing and not just her, but my dad too. My dad is also um, very close to my kids and obsessed with them, which I'm like, yes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they both want to take them and it's always like freeing for me. So that yeah. and also my husband he like the sweetest act of kindness that I received from him this year was at the beginning of the year after having, you know, going through a C-section and having a little newborn, uh, my house got out of control really, really, really quick. And he gifted me, um, house cleaning services for one year. And this last year, 2019, I've enjoyed that. And I'm kind of dreading like, oh my God, I only have like six weeks left for this year. (laughs) But that has been so, so, so kind. And it's a reminder every month to thank him uh, Mm -hmm. because he noticed how everything was getting out of hand and it makes me like feel over the edge when the house is dirty and I can't catch up with laundry and I can't, you know, I, I just, uh, I go over the edge and he was just so sweet and said, okay, I'm going to gift you one year of cleaning services and yeah, we'll get you back on your feet and then we'll see how it goes next year. So yeah, yeah, I would say that that has been the sweetest act of kindness for my husband to me. So, you guys, I hope that this conversation sparked some gratitude for today. Also, I'm putting house cleaning services on my wish list, so my husband's going to love you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast and find out more about us on Instagram.